The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's me, Chriselle Lim, co-founder and CMO of Bumo. As a busy working parent myself, I felt like there was a lack of options for parents and I personally needed more support. So that's what we're doing here on Being Bumo. We're here to make your life easier, a little less stressful, and help you navigate through this complex thing called parenting. So subscribe now to Being Bumo at applepodcast.com slash beingbumo or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, gotta go. See you guys soon. Ugh, I'm not in the mood. Do we have to do this? Yes. Wait, are we recording? Okay, let's go. You're listening to The Ally Colbert Show. Welcome back to The Ally Colbert Show. Thanks for joining. How's everybody doing? We have a fun episode for you today. I'm excited about it. Uh, But before we get into it, before we even get into it, it's time for... That was my favorite Hamazawa submission. Truly genius. Would love some more and also getting a lot of pushback on changing the theme. But, you know, come on, weren't we endeared to Ken's song? I was. So, Hummus Hour this week, I think that these two terms should be used to describe relationship dynamic in the same way that someone's like, oh, there, that's the top, that's the bottom, that's, you know, he wears the pants, uh, she's in control. I think we should have... And I was discussing this with my friend over breakfast the other day. There's a terrorist, right? And then there's uh, Homeland Security. And you're you're either I am here in protection of the relationship or I am carrying uh, a bomb and I want to blow it up. And the way I describe my dynamic with Julian is that I am I'm a terrorist. I grew up with terrorists. You know, I'm very familiar with strapping a bomb to me, walking into a room and trying to blow everything up. And Julian doesn't negotiate with terrorists. And sometimes in a relationship, you might find I've dated, I've been a terrorist and dated a terrorist. Those relationships don't last. Okay, other people, you're, you're, you're going to find yourself, you're constantly diffusing bombs. And the other person is constantly sort of kamikazeing their way into conversation. So feel free when you write in, when you call the pod, if you need to use these terms to describe your relationship or kind of how problems play out in your relationship arguments, I think I thought there were, uh, I think there's something interesting about there's someone who often is the instigator, they're kind of problematic and the other person is sort of always trying to cut the correct wire to uh, avoid an explosion. Speaking of couples dynamics, one of my favorite shows right now I have to recommend it. Uh, I just have to. Couples therapy on Showtime. The therapist, Orna, I'm forgetting her last name at the moment, something with a G, is so exceptional in the way that she mediates and 
helps these couples to like essentially she's like a translator for couples she's like you know you hear what he, when he's saying that what he's really saying what she's saying she's trying to say that you get that it's so fascinating it's kind of like a mini docuseries it's uh it's unscripted but it follows these couples through therapy and they just came out with a third season and i've been obsessed with it for years not a lot of people know about it but it's so brilliant and i feel like i get a lot of like insightful takeaways just watching the couples work through their stuff so uh schittler's list this week uh, I made a tweet about it. Picking a movie. I find the process of picking a movie to be excruciating. So often, you know, Julian and I, or you're meeting up with a friend, whatever, you want to pick a movie to watch. And the process of choosing a movie becomes oh, so overwhelming that there's no, you cannot make a choice and then you don't end up watching a movie. And oftentimes what happens during this process is I'll start thinking, Maybe I should watch TV instead. Maybe I should start a new show. Um, But it's so hard. And I'm wondering why that is. Why is it that when we sit down and we start trailering, it becomes you feel like you can't find the thing you're looking for or there's so much out, but at the same time, it feels like there's nothing out. And I'm wondering, is it because there's just... Is it choice paralysis that we have so many choices nowadays that the sheer amount of choices is exhausting? And is that because we have this belief somewhere, because there's this abundance of choice, that there's a right choice? And it's important that we find the right choice instead of just choosing something, you know? So I think what what we what needs to happen is there needs to be some lowering of expectations where you say, I'm just going to find something that's that's good enough, you know, because I think it's this search for this like ideal pick. Like I'm always, Julian and I are always like, we want to find a rom-com that's as good as how to lose a guy in 10 days. And then you never, you never are able to do that. So you, we either have to limit our choices or lower expectations, something. But I find that, uh, choosing a movie is just that's on my shit list this week seriously you guys keep calling to the pod and by keep I mean please someone do 833-722-5546 833-722-5546 feel free to keep emailing when I get something good I'll share it I don't know if I told you about this email I got that was like this woman tracking every single behavior her like fit her like physical therapist did to her or did did in the room with her and she was wondering if it was a lesbian experience and she like cataloged like 7,000 moments. It was the most lesbian email I've ever received. She's like, she blinked on a Tuesday. On Thursday, she her elbow brushed mine. I mean, and it goes on and on and on. I honestly would love to read it for fun on an episode because I think it's so, it's just so queer and absurd in the best way. And, and... Not this week, but next week, I'm going to have shows in New York City. And those show dates aren't locked yet, but I will be posting them on my Instagram and on my website. My website is up to date, AllieColbert.com. So you can find all my shows there. I'm keeping it updated. Thank God. You're welcome. And on today's episode, we have Zhao Ying Summers joining the pod. She discusses growing up in China. Zhao Ying, huge, huge TikTok, very funny stand-up comedian. We talk being married twice, two divorces, being by curious uh, stereotypes about Asian women, Jewish women, celebrity couples, 
a really fun episode. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much for rating the podcast. So many of you did it. If you haven't done it, what the fuck? Commenting. Lots of comments. Amazing. That all takes place on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, you can give it five stars. You can't comment. You guys are the best. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for all the love. I knew you would be dressed up for today. Um, I tried to dress down. I was wearing shorts. You're wearing, aren't you wearing shorts right now? Yeah, for you. Because aren't I don't they wear Fendi dress. shorts? No, they are not Fendi. They are just Gucci, but they are shorts. They're just Gucci. Why do you dress up like that? Well, I, I just want to wear all the nice things before I had to sell them to the real real because I got a divorce. I'm not getting no money. So, oh yeah, but you are getting a divorce. So everyone, Zhao Ying Summers, Zhao Ying has an incredible TikTok. By the way, my my dad sent me a TikTok message a few days ago. It was two videos of you. Me roasting the names? No, it wasn't that. What was it? Let me see what it was, actually. The Chinese wife, Japanese And I was wife. like, I know her. I'm friends with her. And he was like, you're really friends with her? <laughs> you're really friends with her? I'm like, yeah, I'm really, I'm really friends with her. Oh, he said, how I met Bill Burr. Oh, God. And because I recently met Bill Burr and I thought he was so nice. Oh, he's amazing. It and was then, very funny. oh, I just got back from Miami. I don't know why my dad thought to send me those videos. How did you blow up on TikTok? What is your story of blowing up on TikTok? So, first of all, John Singleton forced me to do comedy. Who's that? John Singleton is a director. He did uh, Boys in the Hood. Okay. And then all other, he's like one of the most influential black directors in Hollywood. He passed away recently, but I auditioned because for- Because he saw your act. And he was I know, like, oh, I like, shouldn't have made her do he's that. Like, he's like, no, <laughs> Some, she, she, should just, um, uh-huh. she should just do nails. <laughs> 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 well, how did you meet him? And why is he I telling auditioned, you to do comedy? I auditioned for his show called Rebel. It's uh-huh. a Chinese girl who's a sidekick for the main girl. She's a cop. Yeah. She's a this very cool black girl who's a cop. Did and you the, get the part? No, I auditioned and my accent was too much for the part because she should be from San Francisco. Mm. And uh, I, I, and I, I remember you my audition like was You sound like you're strong. from San Francisco though. Right? Yeah, that's nice. Tell him. I remembered I auditioned and I forgot the line. I started improvising and all, everybody in the room was were laughing their ass off. And then he just walked to me directly from behind the table with his phone playing Ali Wong's Baby Cobra. Yeah. Be like, you should do stand up. I'm like, do I have the job now? He's right. like, no, you don't. Right. And then so you do stand up after that. No, I just feel like uh, it was too much defeating acting in auditioning. I I am good, but my accent is always the thing that I can't get anything. I was just so defeated, especially he'd rather talk to me, but I can't have the role. It was too much for me. I didn't do stand up, but he got my phone number. I'm like, oh, you have my phone number now. He texts me. Did you have your open mic in a week? I'm like, no, I don't. He's like, try an open mic. Why is he so invested in that? I don't know why. He just uh, does he want to hook up with you? No, he didn't. We hanged out and he just uh, keep showing me uh, different clips of stand-up. He's like, I see something, you do good in stand-up. You get back to acting. Okay. Because your accent is too much to break through for people to write a role for you when you are not uh, But famous. if you're a famous stand-up, you get a role. And just being who you are. Right. And yeah. have you tried to work on your accent? I tried, but... Let me hear your best like American accent. Oh my God. My boyfriend like so hot. I don't know that. <laughs> Yeah, no, no it's, it's not. not good at all. It's like Kentucky accent. You, you always reference Kentucky, by the way. I went to Kentucky for college for like five, four years. You went to, where did you go? University of Kentucky in Lexington, Kentucky. Really? How did you wind up there? Nobody lies about going to Kentucky, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't lie. People think, really? Why, did, why, why though, why? I, so where do you grow, where did you grow up? I grew up in central China in this little city by the mountain. Uh-huh. 
And I just wanted to come to America my whole life because I was told I'm ugly because、mm-hmm. my lips are big, my skin's dark, and I just always been the ugly girl. Can't wear anything cute. I just I don't get it. I just feel like I'm pretty cute. You know, I don't understand why. You are why. cute. You're、This、very cute. I'm not cute. And no, you're very、defeating. cute. It's not true. Thank you. But it's different, maybe different beauty standards. The, yeah, beauty standard and colorism is just really bad. Then I so just you're、watch. considered dark in China. I'm. I was in love. With you're considered、school. Mexican in China. Yeah, I would say I, Nigerian, but not Mexican. My sister would be Mexican. My mom is white. So she's a bleached asshole. But we'll go back to her. <laughs> Okay. Oh God. Yeah.、Uh, I just, I just don't see me as ugly. I, I don't understand why. But obviously, you know, I don't think people see you as ugly in China. That Your mother I wasn't、though. pretty. Oh yeah, she. I had read a letter, love letter to this boy in middle school. Yeah. I just in love with him. He wrote me back. If you are a letter, I would date you. But you are too dark for me. I can't have my friend embarrassing me like that. Wow. I was just like fuck this shit. I watched Hollywood movies. Halle Berry. She's so hot. She's dark. She's beautiful. I mean, like、uh, something is wrong here, and I'm gonna go to America and see what's going on. I just don't believe I'm not pretty. <laughs> so that's why、I'm、you went、pretty. to America, but to also sort of like, prove that you're pretty. <laughs> no, also yeah, similar. But I just also want want to perform. I want to be in movies. There's no way they put me in movies in in China. Wow. I proved the right when I went back to China. I was cast for a role. They want me to get the IV treatments to remove the the melanin in my skin so I can be lighter because my skin is too、Holy、dark、shit. to be the leading lady. Oh my god! Because I was. But by、cast. the way, are you getting a part where they're saying that they're saying if you do this, we'll give you the part, or they're saying to get a part, you I need got, to do I, that. I already got booked the part because my. My ex put money in there, but yeah, I was cast the part, and then they were like, "Good, she can have the part, but、uh, we had to do the treatment." I'm like, "What treatment?" They're like, "Your face too big, so we had to cut your hair, cover your face like this. You're too fat; you can lose like forty pounds." But the most important thing, we had to do the IV treatment to remove your、uh, melanin. Every even the white actress, like the the white Chinese actress, they do that every like other months to make sure there's no. Melanin in your skin, so they're like, we ha- you have to do this. We can't really paint your body white. We can paint your face, but if you look like a, you won't be a leading lady because that is a gonna- wild amount of racism. That's Hollywood in forties. Like,、That's、are you crazy? Darker than a brown paper bag. Like, I like you are not a leading lady. I'm like, maybe they like somebody ten. He start choking, in his dumplings, laughing at me. Oh my god! Okay, so you you go to America, and you go to college in Kentucky. Oh yes, and、um, tell me what that's like. There's a few bad people, but most people are super nice. They、yeah. just look at me like I'm a giraffe, no, like a short giraffe. Like it's like there's a yellow person in the world, not even racist. Like there's probably few racism thing I experienced in Kentucky. Same amount I experienced in everywhere. Yeah. So Kentucky is not more racist or more stupid. It's people are they just be like, oh, there's people like you. That's cool, nice. You know, like oh. That's why you're skinny because you use chopstick. You can't cut your food with chopstick. <laughs> <laughs> And do you start fucking a lot of white guys in Kentucky? I I just、uh, I didn't want date any Asian guy in Kentucky because they scar me for life. Like all the Asian guy I liked in China didn't、yeah. want date me because I'm too ugly for them. So I even have cute Asian guys want date me. I'm like、mm, no. So I I was、uh, I think my ex two of my ex in Kentucky are both white. Okay. And and Jewish. And Jewish, I have a thing. Like I, 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 I'm just like it's all about Jewish boys. Like I, me and the Jews. Like I don't know if if like how many Jewish dick you have to suck to tell a Jewish joke. I don't know. I think if、wow. they have this level, I'll be qualified. Jew- Jewish guys in Kentucky. There are a lot of Jews in Kentucky. I would imagine no, not too many, but they. But you found them all. But I, I can see them. Wow. Okay, and then so you get married. Who do you marry? Who are you marrying? Oh, my first husband. 
How many husbands <laughs> have you had? Only two. Okay, the first husband. Tell me about your first husband. Oh, he's because then because then we gotta get into it, what's going on now because I thought you were a lesbian for a second. Oh, I want to be one. No, I think now I'm bi curious at this point. You're bi curious. I'm, I'm this. Yeah, I'm. I just feel are like you bi curious. Or are you hopeless? I'm bi curious. I well here. Tell tell me about your husband. And then we're gonna go the into first the first one. Yeah, tell the me about your first one. Husband. He's like my college sweetheart. We are basically Kentucky college sweetheart. Yeah, he's two years younger than me. Okay, and he's just really sweet and nice, a scientist and. A, we were in love, but I was so young and stupid and asshole. So I just kind of like uh, take his love for granted. I just like, I want to be a movie star. I want to go to Hollywood so I can go to this background work and tell him I'm too busy for you. Now, like I realize that he's he loved me the most. He know me the most. He respect me. He love everything about me. But I lost him. You know, I think he still love me. He didn't. But I see. I like to think so. He moved on with his life. <laughs> he moved on. He's married. Yeah, he now. moved on. I, I mean, he's not married, but, but he's, he's, he's he'll never. On. I mean, I would not. I can't get him back. He won't. I mean, it's you can't go back to solve your problems. But uh, I wish him the best. Fair. He's amazing. Okay. And my last husband is. How long was that marriage? I don't remember. It's long. Ma- over, more than over, two years. Yeah, more, like four. Mm-hmm. I am a long relationship kind of person. Okay. So now I'm enjoy being single because I've always been with somebody my whole life. Now I'm just being single. Okay. It's, it's actually cool. Yeah, I mean, I've, I really, you know, I feel like I never truly enjoyed being single. I, I will probably maybe find somebody uh, in a few months. Uh, but uh, yeah, oh, you'll I find somebody. I don't know. I though. see the way you're but looking. But when you become a comedian, like it just it becomes difficult for, for men to date you. I can't imagine. I mean, like a, a man can't date a comedian. It doesn't, um, a man can't date a female comedian. Generally speaking, men have problems dating female comedians because they become competitive or they yeah. have like an ego thing around. Yeah. You're funny or they're uncomfortable with you sharing things on stage. Very true. I feel like if we are, you are a comedian, you are a five. If you are a woman, you are a five. You become a comedian, you are a 1.75. Yeah. You are a man, you are a five. Become You are 9.5. Isn't that amazing? They just get cute. They get cute, and I find that a lot of men are able to date women at their shows. They are. All the girls just after you laugh, your pussy opens too. I know, but here's but here's the thing, which I feel like I get to take advantage of, or I got to take advantage of, is that if I were straight and I were performing, I would not get any men. But when I'm straight and I'm performing, tons of lesbians still want to fuck me. Oh yeah, because the lesbian respect a woman's being her mind. That's the whole idea. I know, I know. I mean, I really am in sort of the height of getting attention while I'm on stage, and it's pretty cool. Oh God, maybe I should just go to your team and I, get I, some you've been ta- girls. Look, look, I, so we need to get into this. But what happened to the last relationship? How long are you married to your last husband? <sighs> I mean, if uh, I, five years, five years, and is this guy a Jew? He's Chinese, so technically he's Jew. He's, I just, uh, I feel like I guess I, I guess because my whole life I've been putting down by. Chinese men my whole life I always want to please them my father my grandpa my other guys I want to date who don't think I'm pretty enough for them yeah I mean when my ex-husband came along he's like this traditional handsome successful Chinese man I'm like oh my god he likes me right it become a thing about uh, validating. validating validating myself and I turn into this obedient little bitch at the beginning he's like <laughs> I will support your career I'll invest in your movies da 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 and then after he's that, a super pregnant, rich guy he has money I like that like a rich he's rich that's yeah. I love that I'm wearing the leftover money I have until I have to sell them to real, real, real. But I'm just why can't you in. get a lot of that money in the divorce? Well, uh, we will talk about it. I'll ask my lawyer if I can talk about it. Okay, uh, I've met your lawyer. Oh shit! I think because your lawyer is also like your manager or something. No, no, that's my that uh, lawyer for uh, that's entertainment lawyer. My lawyer is that my my family You're, lawyer is a different. He's a Chinese woman. 
Okay, got it. You grew up with money. No, really. I my, my I think my mom's brothers they have a lot of money, but they never helped her. In in I know a lot of rich people are growing up, but we just never got help. But my mom she owns a lot of restaurants. So in China, the labor is cheap. You can get a nanny, a driver, an assistant, everything for what? And not much. Like probably like a ten grand. Oh my god! All of that. Yeah, that's insane. Because the labor is cheap. Yeah, yeah. But in America, like you want somebody to. Do something for you. They will charge you a lot of money. I know it's fucked up. Okay, so you, you and the, your ex husband. When did you guys get divorced, or were you in the process of getting divorced? Is I think it's finalized, like already. In, in like a, yeah. you're not sure. I I don't want to think about it. It's like, a, but it is. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's final. I'm on the market. Okay, so you're on the market, and then when I meet you out, I forget where I met you, but I'm like, I thought you wanted to sleep with me or something. It was very- I do. Yeah, okay, just to be clear. I was Yeah, like, I do though, but I don't know why you are surprised. Yeah, because it was very intense the way you were coming on to me. By the way, I've never had someone ask so many times to come on the podcast. And I basically said like a hundred times, I'm like, listen, I'll have you on the podcast, but I'm out of town. But I'm I and don't you're have like, let me come on the podcast. Let me come on the podcast. I can go to let New York. Me eat you I out. Can let go me to New eat York. You out. I'm like, you gotta stop. I can go to New York and eat you all because the water is better there. The water's better? That's the herd. Oh, so, okay. there's rats in the water. It's <laughs> special. So, you're bi-curious now. Did I think you, so. Did you know? I, can, I really think I so. I think so, too, I based on what you just said. So, but, but were you having these feelings come up in your last relationship? No, you just suddenly are feeling this now that you're... I don't I get I always this. feel like, uh, even before, I mean... I'm just like in China, you are born straight. They just say that because you are not allowed to be gay. But I always... Uh, is it illegal to be gay in China? In Russia, it's illegal. But in China, you can still stay in the closet and be okay. Great. Sounds awesome. I, I just... Uh, I guess you, you are told to, to do something and you are told something is wrong. Like the same thing with my skin color. Yeah. I have to cover up. And then I'm like... I love my skin. It's dark. It's not that dark. It's I don't know. Sandy? I don't know. It's... I don't care. I love it. I just love it. I'm going to go to China and be like, I'm not worrying. I'm not covering up. This is dark and it's okay. All the dark girls be like, I'm hot. You know, they just all become sluts. <laughs> I go back to China. That's what I'm doing. I just think I'm always fascinated by when I see two women who are lovers, like like Sarah Paulson and, and her. Holland are, Taylor. Are, are they married? No, they're dating. And it's interesting that you choose them. I just uh, I'm fascinated by them too, but it has nothing to do with the fact that they're both women. It has to do with the fact that it looks like she's tucking her grandmother in. She is, but at the same time, I feel like uh, sometimes uh, only women would yeah. allow another woman to just uh, really bloom to her fullest because she oh. wants the same thing for herself and that person. But with men, it is every at some level they can always be like, "I want you have a career. I want you to be." the most you can be i want you to be happy but the moment you start to shine they just uh, turn into a little bitch trying to ruin your life trying to make you feel guilty like oh your your work is more important than me yes bitch it is yeah like, like i hear what you're saying i'm like it is people are like do you mean that you don't have time to have lunch i'm like i don't i i wonder how i would feel if i were with someone who i felt was like exponentially above where I was in life though do you know what I mean like mm. if I felt like I was stagnant and or I was really struggling professionally and I was with someone who was like a movie star like or I mean or what is it is it because the career yeah I guess it's because a woman with power I don't know I feel like a lot of women with power and not all of them the happy ones they are single or gay 
That's true. And then there's the one with high tolerance of bullshit that they they maintain the marriage for the kids. They are successful. But I mean, look at Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck. Yeah, you know, tell me. She's such a star. And I just, I'm pretty sure she has, she she wants to make sure the family is together for her kids and she's doing the best she can. You mean Lopez? <laughs> I'm saying the one, the, uh, the, the one Garner. that he cheated on. Yeah, Garner, the ex wife. So he cheats on, by the way, I thought he cheated on Garner with the nanny. Yeah, but it's safe. You know, when you fuck Jennifer Lopez, you're like, oh, Jennifer. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, Jennifer. Like, you can go back and forth without saying the wrong name when you come. <laughs> right. It's very convenient. Right. That is that is a convenient yeah. choice for him. Yeah. There's something about also how men, they don't, oh, they don't, when they, when they cheat, they're not cheating on someone because the person they're cheating on their partner with is better. No. No, they're just cheating because they're cheating. Because it's uh, wh- why do you think it is? Yeah, I'll ask you. I don't I tell think you they I think. can. When 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 they are hard, I don't think they can think. They right. just feel like, oh, if I put it, my dick in her pussy, it's just like me jerking off with my. Is then it means just, nothing. You're saying I just forget about it in my mind. I don't mention it. It never happens, and then it doesn't happen. Why do you think? But do you think if Jennifer Garner were fucking Ben Affleck more regularly, he wouldn't have had to fuck the nanny, or do you think it's just that he became tired of the relationship? I just think she's just this, such a good girl. She's and a good girl. She's just the beautiful, perfect, sweet, and the charming, and that's just the, that's not what he wants. He wanted somebody to slap him on the face like you little bitch, you know, like fuck him with a big dick <laughs> in the ass. He'd be like, yes. So you think J Lo pegs him? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think she probably does. Oh, did you peg? Yes. Did you have you pegged a guy? I haven't really. I but I, I I'd like to try. If I would love to try. Yeah. I think that I. I think I would be a lot of people's top pick for a woman to peg them. Oh yeah, I I have t- gotten t- told, been told time and time again that I have big dick energy. You do. That's why I was like, oh, I was I, like, oh. I, I know, isn't that amazing? And I'm this small. But there's a lot of, like a, Napoleon has a big dick. I'm pretty sure because Napoleon. Yeah, he has. He I, conquered the world. I mean, uh, I definitely have and have th- Hitler one. was also a small guy. Yeah, these are sort of the small people I identify with. Yeah, Napoleon, Hitler, Tom Cruise, these kind of powerful, complicated men. Tom Cruise? Yeah. You think he looks young? He looks, I mean, look at the, the, you know, Top Gun. Like uh, the actresses were there his age. They just look like uh, they are older now. And then he still can play a guy who flies things. And the women are not a love interest anymore. They should be. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I totally get it. If it's a lesbian movie, it will be like a Sarah Paulson and Grandma. Your heart. That's yeah. such. It's an, about soul connection. That is like, so interesting that you think that Sarah Paul that is that is sort of a lesbian trait that Sarah Paulson is able to tolerate Holland Taylor being in her full potential. Mm-hmm. That was a great observation from a straight way. woman. So when are you gonna? So do, would you have a problem eating a woman out? If I'm drunk, yeah, I've never done it before. Oh, so you wouldn't do it I sober? Kissed, I kissed. Uh, no, if I'm drunk for the first time. For the first time, you'd need to be drunk. I, I feel like that, yeah, because I'm not ready to be, I feel like uh, I'm full, not ready to go again. go work out because I haven't worked out in four years. So I went to work out, I'm like, I can't go because if I do, I'm competitive. I'm going to do it every day. And same <laughs> with eating pussy. Like if I, I if like, you I'm start, you're going to have a ravenous appetite. You should be like, you're not really good at it. I'm like, uh-uh. Wow, put my oh, hair back. Yeah, I'm like, no. So that's very interesting. Nikki Glaser had a good joke in her new special where she says that she, she really would like to date a woman, but then she starts thinking, I don't know if I'd like to eat a woman out. And then someone said, well, Nikki, did you ever really want to like suck a dick? And she was like, no, I didn't want to do that. So I guess I'm gay. Do you feel like you have an appetite for sucking dick though? No, I think a pussy and dick, uh, like if you are clean and nice and smell good, is not, there's no, not much difference. Well, as someone who sucked dick and eat pussy has done both. I have something to say about that. The thing is, I think everyone knows what balls smell like. Yeah. You know? 
You know what balls smell like? Do you? Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? That just like, it just smells like, I don't know. I haven't done it in a while, but it just. Like a rotten fig. A rotten fig? It kind mm-hmm. of smells like. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about balls is they smell like a meat locker. But the thing with pussy mm-hmm. is that p- pussy is like internal. It's like ha- it's like half outside, half like an organ. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's more potential. I and this is coming from a lesbian. There's more potential for pussy to to have kind of a a diversity in smell and taste. Mm. Like dicks are consistent. Dicks are McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Pussy, you're getting sushi at a lot of different places. Oh, it's a gourmet. Made Sometimes sushi. the fish is fresh. Sometimes you're like, when was this flown in? Yeah, <laughs> it's not Ocean Prime. No. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like. Dick, it's just, it's just, it's, this is Hebrew national. Mm-hmm. Everyone's the fucking same. Like, sure, this one's a little, this one's overcooked, whatever. Pussy, where am I getting my Toro? Let's go to Nobu. It, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how I, but I'm very, I would really, I really think we should set you up with a woman. I would love to, I would love to go on a double date with Rachel you. Rachel Maiden. Who? Rachel Maiden. Who's that? She's the lady at NBC. The, uh, Rachel the, the, Maddow. Yeah, Rachel Maddow. Rachel Maddow. I want either her wow, pussy. God, you're. I really wouldn't cast you in one single film. I can't understand a word. I'm joking. <laughs> you want to eat Rachel Maddow's pussy? She would be the girl on the date. Oh my! That that is not my. That's your taste. Because you are the tough girl in the relationship. I feel like mm-hmm. I wanted to like have a have a lady who I can like. No, oh, you want to be a top. No, I want her to be the top. So what are you saying? Like you look like you're a tough girl. You're like you are like the, if somebody come, you'd be like, don't touch my girl. Yeah, you know, like I don't want to be that person. You want to be protected by yeah. by your dyke. by Rachel. You want Rachel Maddow to protect you. Yes, <laughs> that's your sexuality coming out yeah. of your divorce. I want Rachel Maddow to put Rachel her hand, to put her hand on my knees and say, don't fucking look at Zhao Ying. Ooh! That's hot. Wow. She's just so hot. I do not find her to be hot. She's like, I don't find her to be hot. And I also feel like she's not even doing her job anymore. Because listen, politically, I often agree with Rachel Maddow. But if this woman sobs over her anchor desk one more time, I'm like, this isn't news. So sexy when she sobs. No, you can't be you can't be crying about the news and be a journalist. But it affects her. No, but no, Deeply. It, it cannot affect Internally. her. Well, I thought journalism, listen, I understand she's like, she's literally gayer than anyone I know. And journalists are supposed to be, you know, they're not biased and they're telling you the news. How are you doing that while you're literally getting your period over the election results? And she's sobbing, she's wiping she's away the tears. very tender because her pussy being eating well every morning. She's like, <laughs> she's my so, heart is open, my pussy's open. Yeah. So is she I married? Sit. I hope not. I hope not. I'm reading what I'm reading what I wrote. You do a lot of bits about Chinese women versus Japanese women. By the way, I know a lot of Jewish men. Mm-hmm. I think this is honestly a stereotype now that you that white Jewish men love to date Asian women in general. You don't feel that way? I feel that way. But I know tons of white Jewish men that that greatly prefer Asian women. And what do you think that's about? I don't know if they prefer or not, but like I feel like they prefer. I feel like uh, Asian women is controlling, but not as obvious as Jewish woman. A Jewish woman controlling is like a, she fucking slap you on the first date. She makes you understand, ah, ah, I'm controlling you, bitch. But Chinese, <laughs> Japanese woman, Asian woman, like it's a slow poison. It's a slow poison. It's like a, a it's basically it's brainwash <laughs> for a lifetime. Right. So my bit. Yeah, I, I will make you my bitch. Yeah. For sure. But you don't know it. 
Wow, so slowly, but Asian woman's very controlling. But we won't let them know until it's too late. Right, like you have five kids, and she have she she's on the board of all your companies, and she's like co-owner <laughs> of the company. Like you can't divorce her. You fucked. But then you know you can't cheat on her because she's she's Asian. She can do the math. She check your phone. She does everything. <laughs> she like it's just like they want to kill themselves. I think that is a, that is a brilliant observation. I think that Jewish women, you're exactly right. Jewish women, we tell you on the first date, this is how it is. We'll take your vocal cords out. These are my opinions. <laughs> These but are you my- can have a mute button. Yeah, <laughs> Jew- <laughs> Jewish women, they'll sh- they will make you fucking voiceless. You will lose. You know that old Jewish joke they say. A little kid went to his mom and he said, Mom, I tried out for the school play. I hope I get a part. And he comes home. He goes, Mom, I got a part. And she goes, what part did you get? And he goes, I got the part of Jewish husband. And she goes, you go back there right now and demand a speaking role. <laughs> oh, God. That is beautiful. That's so right. Jewish husbands. Have, <laughs> my hair is so silky. My, my microphone. Your hair is silky. My headphone you're, be- you're beautiful. I don't know. You you so have, I see that you have a lot of trauma around not being beautiful. But Jewish Men, Jewish husbands have been have been trained to sort of lose all of that which makes them a man. And that is a part of being married as a Jewish man is is losing your manhood. You become neutered. Do you do you see that? I think it's I, very I, upsetting. I, I feel like uh, that's why the Jewish men like me because my mom tell me what to say in public and what mm-hmm. to say in private to oh, men. Okay. In public, whenever like uh, your man is speaking, don't even open your mouth. And uh, whenever, whenever like uh, somebody is spe- speaking over your man, like oh oh he was talking, it's like behave like he's like the god, just lie about it, just like pretend. Oh, you're like a public cheerleader. Yeah, like but you at just, home you're the referee. Eh, oh, out yeah, of bounds, don't talk, bitch. Don't talk. Don't talk. I'm gonna slap you. It's legal to slap you. I like, w- it's, wow. Yeah, it, it, men just love that when like you treat them like, you, like I don't talk like oh what do you think? I'm like what he think is actually what I think because I just so in- inspired by what he thinks. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I, I inspire, like, you inspire me every day. I'm just like, I admire you so much. Do you know, understand? He's also expert at blah, 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 blah. Then I tell them, like, what he said. People are like, you're like, she's like, she's like, she's on her knees eating your dick. She like, worships you. Yeah, but I don't. Wow. That's what I was told by my mom. Like, do not ever speak over a man in public, in private. Like, step him with a chopstick, you know, if he's not listening. <laughs> I mean, okay. So are you done with Asian men then? If are you only? Are you looking for that? Are you looking for a white man whose dick you can cut off in private? I, I, I'm looking for men of all color and shape, but uh, they have to like inspire me. Yeah, make me feel like oh, I want to fuck that. Yeah, tell me about the roasting names in Chinese. Oh my god, that's actually from something I want to do. Is that I feel like there's so many racism come from uh, people being not educated because everybody in America, especially with people, my friends from Kentucky. They believe America is the center of the world. There's only one speak in one language in the world that's English. Yeah. So if something sounds stupid in English, it's a big joke. It's like, oh my God, your name is Ho. <laughs> your name is Hung. Oh, what? <laughs> bian Bian? Hmm. Like, a, oh. But like, things like Shelby means stupid cunt in Chinese. And I don't laugh when I say your name. Does because, it really? Yeah, Shabby. It's stupid cunt. And also like <laughs> Billy is beautiful pussy. It's just like Brian is I'm not soft. Like, <laughs> Eason means doctor in Chinese. Eason. But um, if you're, you are Eason and you're not a doctor, you, you are a dentist. I don't. <laughs> is your comedy popular in China? I I think people in China think my stuff is very dark, but they like when I'm roasting American culture. But when it comes to Chinese culture, I get censored and canceled on TikTok whenever I say things. But I got it back. Thank God for the Jewish lawyer. Yeah, you were saying that, that you were getting censored. You were getting what? Shadow banned on TikTok? Yeah. Well, but I'm I think glad it's you're back. Getting better. 
because now uh, your daddy can see my videos on TikTok now. Thank he's sending he's them to everyone. He's back. Zhao Ying Summers, when's your next performance? What are you promoting? Tell everyone. I am going to be at the New York Comedy Festival. I have a night called Tiger Tiger Milf. You are? One hour. When? When? It's November. Uh, first week, second week of November. I go. You have to come, but, you, but I don't know what happens in New York. What does that mean? Is Rachel in New York? Oh, Rachel's in New York. Yeah, Rachel <gasps> films in 30 <clears throat> Invite her. Invite her to the show. Rachel Maddow, Tiger Milf. Yeah. Great. Tiger Milf. And what are your hands? Your, your Zhao Ying Summers on everything. Everything. J-I-A-O-Y-I-N-G-S-U-M-M-E-R-S. Great. Zhao Ying Summers, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. 